Okay, so we're going to pick it up from the Mishnah and Dafpei Hey Amid Beis. Um, Mishnah says like this: a lot of these halachas we're, 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 we should be accustomed to. They're pretty, um, pretty straightforward. Halacha is Bas Yisrael Mureses Lekayin. Right, we know that a Bas Yisrael who marries a Kayin, once you're the wife of a Kayin, you get to eat truma, but that's only after a full marriage. If you just did kedushin. We don't allow her to eat truma. We've had this in the past. One of the reasons was because after Kedushan, they still lived at home. And if they ate truma, they'd be bringing truma back to their home with their brothers and their father who are non-Kehanim. So if you just did Kedushan, you just did half of marriage, you just did the ring, but you didn't do the chuppah, we will not allow you to eat truma. Muberis mikayin, let's say you're pregnant, meaning the kayin died. The halacha is that after a kayin, if a, a basi is married to a kayin, and then she gets divorced or widowed, she doesn't eat truma anymore unless she has a child. If she has, if she's pregnant, that's not enough because we don't know if the baby's going to be viable. And the last one is shemeris yavam lekayin. Let's say she's waiting to do yibam. So she was married to a kayin, then her husband died, and then she's waiting to do yibam on a kayin. Waiting to do yibam is not full marriage yet. You do yibam, you're married. Before yibam, you do not eat truma. Chayin bas kayin liyisrael. Uh, if a Baskayan marries a Yisrael, the second she marries a Yisrael, she's no longer a Kayan. She's a Yisrael. She doesn't need Truma. Okay. Now, those halachas about marrying a Kayan for Truma are the same halachas about marrying a Levi for Meiser, right? Meiser Rishon was given to a Levi. So the same halachas that affect a Kayan would be the same thing for a Levi. Meaning, Bas Yisrael Mureses Levi. If a Bas Yisrael is, uh, did Kedushin with a Levi, Muberis Milevi, or she was married to a Levi and then the husband died and she's pregnant. Or Shemeris Yavam Milevi, or she's waiting to do Yivam on a Levi. V'chim bas Levi Yisrael. Lo Yisraichov b'Maiser. All these women can't eat Maiser. Again, it's the same, it's the same, it's not much the same thing. It's just a set of Truma, it's Maiser. Truma's for a Kayan, Maiser's for a Levi. Then the Mishnah says like this, Bas Levi Mu'reses L'Kayan. What if a Bas Levi um, is engaged to a Kayan? So when she's a Baslevi, at her home, she used to be able to eat Meiser. Now she's leaving that kufa and she's entering potential marriage with a Kayan. So the halacha is that when she did Kedushin with a Kayan, she can't have anything. She can't have Truma because she's not fully married yet. She can't have Meiser because she's sort of left the Levi house. So she's sort of in between. She's... she's uh, betwixt and between. She's in between a Levi and a Kayan. So she gets to eat nothing. So the halacha is again the Gemara. By the way, the the what the the that that's the Mishnah. the The main point that the Gemara is going to be dealing with over this daf is that it's clear from the Mishnah that the only people that get to eat meiser are Levim. That itself is a big shaila. First of all, according to most Tanoim, according to almost everyone, Kehanim could eat meiser if they wanted to. So we have to figure out the end of this Mishnah that says that a Bas Levi who did Kedushin to a Kayan, she can't eat Shumar Meiser. Why not? She should definitely be able to eat Meiser. Meiser was eaten by Kehanim and Levian. Okay? That we'll have to deal with. But, which is something we're not accustomed to. We just, we just think of Meiser for Levian. We have to realize Kehanim are Levian also. They're just holier Levian. Um, okay. But the main, the main topic is that we're going to talk about is are Yisraelim allowed to eat Meiser? A Yisrael is not allowed to eat truma for sure. 
and if you do, you chayiv misa b'nei shemayim, you know, and all that. According to most Tanoim, Yisraelim could eat meiser if they get permission. Meaning meiser is not holy, it just belongs to the levi. If the levi wants to share, I could eat meiser. The problem is that's definitely not the implication of the Mishnah, because the implication of the Mishnah is that it's dafka a levi, and therefore a bas levi that does kedushin, she can't eat anymore. It's clear from the Mishnah that Yisrael is not eating meiser. But if Yisrael marries a Levi, then it's the same thing as a, as, as a coin, right? With, with, with correct, correct. But my point is just, if you go to a Levi's house and he has Meiser pizza, and he's like, hey, you want some? According to most time, you could eat it. Our mission definitely does not seem like that, because our mission's whole point is that once a Levi, once a Bas Levi is no longer in the house of a Levi, she can't eat Meiser anymore. Why not? As long as she gets permission, she should be able to eat Meiser, just like Yisrael could eat Meiser. So the Gemara asks his kasha. The Gemara says, V'tei Zara. Once this Levi is no longer fully in the Levi's house, let's say she, uh, she does Kedushin to a Kayin or whatever, etc., then she's just like any other Jew. She's like Yisrael. And the halacha is, Zara milayacha b'maiser. Can't Yisrael eat Maiser? Again, you can't eat it if you don't have permission, but if you have permission, most time I feel you're allowed to eat Maiser. So why can't, so what's our Mishnah talking about? So the Gemara says, Amr of Nachman of Hamani Rameir he. The answer is our Mishnah follows the sheet of Rameir. Rameir's sheet is that Maiser is not allowed to be eaten by non Levim. And that's what our Mishnah follows. So our Mishnah follows that sheet. Right? So when the Mishnah says that a Bas Levi that marries Yisrael can't eat Maiser, um, or, or, or I'm sorry, or Bas Levi. Um, a Bas Yisrael mu'reses l'levi, like a Bas Yisrael who did Kedushin to a levi, she can't eat Maiser because she's not fully his wife yet. That was following the sheet of Rameir that the only ones who can eat Maiser are Levim. And if a Yisrael eats Maiser, it's also for him to do so. That's Rameir Shita. He looks at it as similar to Truma. Not in punishment, but in prohibition. That's Rameir Shita. And, and that's what we'll talk about basically this daf. Ditanya, as the Brisa says, go to the next page. Truma Lakayan. A truma is given to a kain exclusively. Rameir feels that a maiserishan is exclusively given to the levi, meaning it's not allowed to be eaten by Yisraelim. Okay? Rav Leozman Azaria matir l'kayin. So Rav Leozman Azaria says maiser can be eaten by kahanim as well. So Rameir says just levim, non-Yisraelim. Rav Leozman Azaria says no, even kahanim. So the question is, Rav Leozman Azaria says even kahanim, that implies that Rameir disagrees. Everyone agrees that Kehanim could eat Maiser. Kehanim are holier Levim. There's no Shaila about that. So why does, what, who's the, what's the Machlech between Elizabeth Nazaria and everyone else? Matiroi Mechlaat Does anyone prohibit a Kayan from eating Maiser? No. A Kayan could eat Maiser, for sure. Ela'ema noisne Afle The Machlech is Rameir of Elizabeth Nazaria is can you give Maiser to a Levi, to, to a Kayan? Meaning, Everyone agrees a Kayan can eat Meiser if they choose to. A Yisrael, not, according to Rameir. But everyone agrees that a Kayan could eat Meiser if, if he chooses to. The Machleik is Revolism and Azariah and Rameir is can you give Meiser to a Kayan? Right, we're accustomed, uh, three lines of Pevav uh, meaning we're accustomed to assuming that you give Meiser to a Levi. Revolism and Azariah says, no, you can give it to a Kayan also. It's anyone from Shevet Levi, Kahanim or Levim. Rameir says, no, it's given exclusively to a Levi, and if a Kayan chooses to eat it, he may do so, but you don't give it to Kayanim. Okay. So Rameir's Shita is, but we have, let's, let's focus on, not Revolution of we'll get to that later. Let's focus on the Iker Shaila, which is, can non-Kayanim, can a Yisrael eat Maiser? 
with the permission of the Levi? Rameir says, no, the Chum say yes. Where does Rameir get it from? That uh, Yisrael cannot eat Meiser, even if he wants to. Where does he get that from? So the Gemara says, my time with Rameir, Four lines into the page. The Pasuk describes Maiser as Truma. The Pasuk just calls it Truma to tell you, just like Truma cannot be eaten by Yisraelim, so to Maiser cannot be eaten by Yisraelim. So that's the Remeyer's source. Because the Pasuk calls Maiser Truma. And she's like, Truma, I can't eat Truma, so too I can't eat Maiser. The Shailah is, can a Yisrael eat Maiser? With the permission of the Levi. Chum say yes, or Meir says no. So the Gemara says, oh, so wait a minute. If you're going to call, if you're going to hold that Meiser is like Truma, then why don't you take it further? What's the punishment for eating Truma? Misa. Uh, it's Asal Zarim, you have to pay it back. A Chaymish, if you eat in a state of Tuma, you Chayv Misa. Then, then why don't we give all those stringencies to Meiser as well? So the Gemara says no. If you're going to say, well, truma, if you eat it in a state of tomi yichai misa. And if you eat it, if you're a non kain you have to pay it back with a 20% surcharge. So if, if Rameir is right that he looks at truma and meiser as identical, then maybe you should give the same punishment for meiser, but we don't find that. So what's the source, right? If you eat meiser in a state of tomi, you're not chayav misa. Why not? If you're going to look at meiser as truma, then go all out. The answer is no. Amar Kra. The Pasuk says regarding the punishments for truma, umesu boy ki chaluha, viyasuchamishisa alav. Boy, vole bemaiser, alav, vole amaiser. It says boy and it says alav regarding the punishments. Boy, meaning these punishments and alav apply only to truma, not to maiser. So it's exclusively to truma, not to maiser. So that's how Rameir holds that maiser is not let be eaten by Yisraelim, is because the Pasuk calls maiser truma. The Rabbanon who allow maiser to be eaten by non kehanim, if the, if the Levi gives permission, what do they do with this Pasuk that equates Meiser to Truma? Right? According to Rameir, the, the Pasuk calls Meiser Truma. So Rameir says it's to tell you that Meiser is not, not allowed to be eaten by Yisraelim. According to the Rabbanon, it is allowed to be eaten by Yisraelim. So what's the connection between Meiser and Truma? For Rabbanon, Ma Truma Teveles, Af Meiser Rishanami Tevel. The explanation is, you're not allowed to eat Tevel. Tevel is fruits and vegetables that Trumas and Mises are not separated. The halacha is the same way you're going to get the death penalty and punished for eating fruits that Truma wasn't separated, you'll also be punished for eating fruits that Miser wasn't separated. Meaning, if, if I, if I as, let's go as Israel, if I want to eat Miser with the Levi's permission, that's fine. But if I eat a mixture of fruit that Miser was not separated, no. No, because it's like Truma. You don't have the right to eat the mixture before you separate Meiser. That, that you don't have to. That, that's Tevel. Tevel does not just apply when Truma is not separated. Tevel applies when Meiser is not separated as well. Okay. How do I know this? Kedetanya. Rav Now, by the way, so the Rabbonin say that you're not allowed to eat Tevel if there's still Meiser not separated. That's learned out from the fact that the Pasuk calls Meiser Truma. Now, here's the thing. There's a different source for this. Rav Yossi has a different source. Rav Yossi, Omer, Meaning, how do I know that it's Tevel if I, listen, if I didn't separate Truma, it's for sure Tevel. Because I'm not allowed to eat Truma. But let's say I separated Truma, but I didn't separate Meiser Rishon. Or I separated Meiser Rishon, I didn't separate Meiser Shein. Or I didn't separate Meiser Shein, I didn't separate Meiser Rani. Meaning, I didn't do full Meiser separation. How do I know that it's still Tevel and it's still Oser? Tamal Omer, 
It says you now let eat this in your gates. The pasuk b'sharecha is used here by tevel, and it's also used by meiseroni to tell you that even if you didn't separate meiseroni, it's still called tevel. So you have two sources, according to the rabbanon, to tell you that you're not allowed to eat tevel if meiser was not separated. One is from the fact that meiser is called truma, and the other one is from this pasuk. So why do you need both? So the Gemara says, You need both. One is to tell you a lav, and one is to tell you it's more than a lav, it's just misa. It's even misa. Okay. Well, why do you need to, if, it, if, it's, if it's misa, why do you know that, why do you have to know that it's a lav? It's because misa, if it just had one, if it just, because if the Pusik just said it once, I would assume lav. You need two to tell you. One is that it's a lav and say, no, it's a second one is that it's even more, it's even worse. Meaning if it just said it once, you would always just go with the, the lower one. Yeah. It's interesting is that it's misa for eating tevel. Correct. What's interesting is... Um, hold on. Um, yeah, What's interesting is, it's such an interesting thing because you separate truma, you didn't separate meiser, you, you're hanging out with a levy, you and the levy eat the entire thing, you'll get miso. Right. Even though if you would have separated it, you could. Yeah. It just goes to show you because you don't have the right to skip steps. That's why Hashem wants the Maisa to be separated. You don't separate the Maisa, you're going to get Misa. You separate the Maisa and then ask permission, according to the Rabbani, you can eat it. But if you don't, if you don't separate, you get Misa. That, that, that's the punishment. Now, before we get back to the Gemara, just one more Lishnach, a slight change. Now, instead of, uh, it speaks out the question, but it's the same back and forth. It's a wide need two sources. One is for a lava, one is to tell you Misa. Okay. So, what our Mishnah said, again, our Mishnah listed, just to review, our Mishnah listed um, different women that no longer could eat Miser. Like, I'll give an example. You have a Basi Yisrael that did Kedushin to a Levi. Yeah? So she's not fully the wife yet, so she can't eat Miser. So we said, but wait a minute, if, why can't you eat Miser? I thought everyone could eat Miser if you get permission. The answer is no, it's following her mayor that, that non-canum cannot eat Miser. Because she's not fully married, she cannot eat Miser. Okay. Here's the problem. Let's go that this Mishnah is authored by Rav Meir. Okay? Non-Kehanim cannot eat, non-Leviim cannot eat Miser. Who could eat Miser according to Rav Meir? Leviim and Kehanim. The end of the Mishnah, I'll read you the last case of the Mishnah. You have a Bas Levi that does Kedushin to a Kayan. She can't eat Miser because she's not a Kayan and she's no longer a full Levi. But wait a minute. If this Mishnah is being authored by Rav Meir, that the only ones who could eat Maiser are Kehanim and Levim. So if you have a Bas Levi who does Kedushin to a Kayan, she can't eat Maiser anymore, well, why not? Mimon of Shach, she should be able to eat Maiser. She should be able to eat Maiser because of her, either either look at her as single or married, either way she should be able to eat Maiser. Doesn't make any sense. So if our mission is following our mayor, then, then what would our mayor say about that case? He should Lachora allow her to eat Maiser. That's the Kasha. Because the Manushach, Mayor allows Kaihanim and Levim to eat Miser. So if you have a Bas Levi that did Kedushin to a Kayan, oh, she can't eat Miser anymore. Why? Oh, because she, she's, she's not really a Levi anymore. What is she? She's kind of a Kayan. But she's not really a Kayan, but she's kind of a Levi. Okay, whatever she is, she should be able to eat Miser. Manushach, she should be able to eat Miser. She's, she's, not, she's not a Yisrael. 
should be able to eat miser. So why does the Mishnah say she can't eat miser? So because of that question, the Gemara is going to say that when it says in the Mishnah that she can't eat miser, it doesn't mean she can't eat miser. She could eat miser. She can't do something related to miser. We'll see what that is. So the Gemara says... So now you tell me who offered this Mishnah Mayor. Aim a safest. Go to the last case. Baslevi Mareses Lakayan. If you have a Baslevi, that the Kedushin to a Kayan, or a Baskoyan Levi, Loy Seichel Lebetrim Loy Messer. She can't eat Meiser. Hacha, Maizarisika. I don't understand. Why can't she eat Meiser? She's either a Levi or a Kayan. Either way, she should be able to eat Meiser. So says the Gemara, two two answers. There's a Rashashis, and. Rashashis and. The other Amora coming up. I forgot the name. We'll see it. Um, there's two Amoraim that give an answer. Oh, Marbury Dervina. Roshayishas and Marbury Dervina both have different approaches, and that is that when the Mishnah says that a Bas Levi that does Kedushin to a Kayan, she can't eat Meiser. It doesn't mean she can't eat Meiser. She could eat Meiser. So what can't she do? Two answers of what she can't do. Answer number one is... You know what it means? When she does Kedushin, and it says she can't eat Meiser, it doesn't mean she can't eat Meiser. It means she doesn't have the right to separate Meiser. Let's say I have a pile of fruit. Yeah, I have to separate Meiser. Can you come into my field and separate my Meiser for me? Not, not for me, without asking permission. No. Can my wife? Yeah, because we're fully married. So it's Ishta Kegufay. But not after Kedushin. So when it says that after Kedushin, she can't eat Meiser, it doesn't mean she can't eat Meiser. It means she can't separate Meiser because they're not fully married yet. She doesn't have the permission without asking the husband. Okay. Full. She has Kedushin. No, but, yeah, but, no but, but she's going into her husband's field and separating from his fruit. I mean, it has nothing to do with Meiser. It's more Islam halacha. You don't have the right to go into someone's field without permission. That guy... But until they do Nisuin, is still someone else's field. Okay. This is dumb. You know. She can't give permission to someone to separate Shumas and Isis. Michlal, the Nisuin, And that's why the Mishnah says that it's a problem after Kedushin, but once she's fully married, she's allowed to. In, yeah. She's allowed to. Vatanya, how do I know that she's allowed to? Meaning. The Mishnah says that the problem is because she just did Kedushin. If she did Nesuin, she'd be allowed to. Meaning, from this Mishnah, it's clear that a wife, after Nesuin, can go into her husband's field without asking the husband permission and separate Shumas and Meisers. How do I know this? The Pasuk says that the Shumas and Meisers, Shuma, can be eaten with your house. Your house is with your wife. What does it mean you could eat it with your wife? So, Pashas, you say, well, your wife could eat chuma. But the Gemara's like, I don't need that, because I already know this. So what does it mean your wife could eat chuma? It means your wife could separate chuma without asking permission. Maybe the Pasuk doesn't mean that she has permission to separate, but she has just permission to eat. This Pasuk, I'm sorry, is actually talking about Meiser. The Pasuk is saying that after they're married, she could eat Meiser. You don't need to tell me she could eat Meiser. Of course she could eat Meiser. If a wife of a Kayan could eat Truma, the wife of a Levi could definitely eat Meiser. So what does it mean that she could eat Meiser? It means she could separate Meiser. So this is the source that after fully married, she could separate Meiser without permission. Okay.
So that's Rav Sheshis's answer. Again, so when the Mishnah says that after Kedushin she can't eat Meiser, it doesn't mean she can't eat Meiser. It means she can't separate Meiser without permission. Marbury the Ravina has a different prat. He says, You know what he says it means? Of course she can eat Meiser. You know what it means? You can't give her Meiser privately. Now, this has nothing to do with Kedushin. This is actually true when she's fully married as well. The halacha is, and it just says Kedushin for the next case. The halacha is, right, I have truma fruit. I'll pick me because it's, it's it could get inappropriate. So I'll go with my, I don't want to pick any of you guys. I have, I have truma fruit. I should give it to a kayan. I'm walking down the street. I run into a wife of a kayan friend. Can I just give it to her? Halacha is no. Why? Uh, two reasons. First of all, we're afraid um, that you'll continue giving it to her after divorce. Right? You're so accustomed to giving it to her. Once they get divorced, she's not a kayaness anymore. But you're still gonna you still got in the rhythm of giving it to her, and that's not a good thing. And also, more importantly, it could lead to yichud. Because she's like, oh, actually, instead of giving it to me, it's heavy. Can you just come to my house? And now bad things happen. So the halacha is the same thing for a miser. So when the Mishnah says that after Kedushin you can't give her Meiser, it doesn't mean she can't eat Meiser, it means you can't give her Meiser privately without the husband being present. Now, by the way, this halacha is not just true after Kedushin. After she's fully married, it's also a problem. Um, but the Gemara is going to point out, it, 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 it just said Kedushin for the next case. You can't give Meiser to a woman without the husband. No. Or Truma, no. So the Gemara says, but wait a minute. Now here's the question. Huh? No. Even a public area, no. The husband has to be present. Now, because a public area can very quickly lead to a private area. Now, here's the question, though. What's the issue with giving it to the woman privately? So I said there's two issues. One is inappropriate stuff. Understood. The second one is we're afraid that you'll continue giving it to her after she gets divorced. This is a Bas Levi who's marrying a Kayan. What's the worst case scenario? You're going to give her Meiser after she gets divorced? Good. She's a little Bas Levi. Meaning, you understand... Meaning, if it's you're worried about inappropriate stuff, completely get it. But if you're worried, if the whole concern is that you'll continue giving it to her after she gets divorced, she's a bas levi. You could give it to her after she gets divorced. She's after she gets divorced and remarried to Israel. Well, that's the Gemara's answer. So the Gemara says, "Honey, chlamanda amrasham yichud." If you're, I understand. If you're worried about yichud, understand you can't give her meiser. Alamanda amr amrasham grusha. If you're worried about continuing after she gets divorced, after she gets divorced, you can continue giving it to her. She's a Bas Levi. <laughs> Why can't you give it to her? So the Gemara says, Okay, the Gemara says, forget about Meiser. Let's go to the Mishnah and Ksubis, right? This is source, is, is from Truma. Are you allowed to give Truma to a, a, a bas, uh, the wife of a Kayan? No. What's the reason? Two reasons. One is that um, inappropriate, or you'll continue giving it to her after divorce. What if she's a Bas Kayan who married a Kayan? After divorce, she could continue eating truma because she goes back home. So why can't you give her truma? What's the answer? It's what Adam said, which is, we're afraid that if, if you give her truma after the divorce, then people are going to give Abbas Yisrael, who's married to a Kayan truma. Meaning, you're right. In this specific case, if you continue giving her truma after the divorce, it's fine because she's Abbas Levi. But if she was Abbas Yisrael married to a Levi, would you be able to give it to her after the divorce? No. And therefore, in order to just avoid confusion, no giving it to the wives of these people. The Gemara says, Okay. 
Now, so the point is that so when the Mishnah says that someone who's Kedushin to a Levi, you, she can't eat Meiser, it doesn't mean she can't eat Meiser, it means you can't give her Meiser privately. Let me ask you a question. So why did it say Kedushin? It's true after marriage as well. You're not allowed to give the wife of a Levi Meiser as well. It's nothing to do with Kedushin, right? After she's fully married, can you give her Meiser privately? No. Without the husband appearing, no. So why does it say Kedushin? It's true after marriage as well. The answer is you're right. So the Gemara says, it should say even after fully marriage. Yes, yes, you're right. For the flow of the Mishnah, it said Kedushin, because the first case was Kedushin, but you're right. This halacha is the same after marriage as well. Okay. Two questions. So Kohen and Levi have to separate Shurim and Meshurim from their own fields and give to another Kohen or Levi? Yes. Tanur Abanan. Yeah, by the way, that's actually an interesting point because many Rishonim point out, Rashi says the issue with eating Tevel is it wasn't separated yet. The way Rashi sort of describes Tevel, Rashi describes... um, um, Rashi implies that the issue with eating Tevel is that you haven't separated Truma yet. But if I'm a Kayan, I should be allowed to eat Tevel. Right? If the whole issue with Tevel, if the Torah says you. Correct. Correct. Meaning, the way Rashi implies the issue with Tevel is that Truma's not separated yet. Not that Tevel is Aser. It's that it's Aser because, well, you don't know what's Truma and what's not Truma. Now, if that's the case, then if I'm a Kayan, I should be able to eat the whole thing. The answer is, many Rishonim say, it has nothing to do with that. You have to separate it. The act of separation is required. And therefore, a Kayan can't just say, well, I'm going to eat the whole Tevel because I'm a Kayan anyway. What's the difference? No. <laughs> you, have to, you have to separate. Um, now. It makes it difficult with, like, Tumat Tara. Like, Truma can get, you know, tummy, you know. Yeah, by the way, by the way, Tysus, if you see the Tysus in Tevel Maschal Ma, he quotes Rashi. He says, He says, The issue with Tevel, the reason why you get Misa, meaning why is there Misa, why is there Misa by Tevel? So Rashi says, because you're eating Truma, and Truma has Misa, if, if eating in a state of Tuma. So Taisa says two lines later, Well, if you're looking at Tevel as the whole thing of Tevel is just that there's Truma there, then a Kayan should be allowed to eat Tevel. Kivin to Truma Sharia, Pirish Revan, therefore the Revan, Rashi's grandson says, No, there's a special Misa on Tevel. There's nothing to do with Truma. Yes, obviously what defines Tevel is that Truma is not separated, but it's not because of Truma there. Okay. Tanarabonim, three lines at the bottom. The rest of the daf is, is, is fairly easy. It's mostly a Gadata. The Mishnah is also not complicated. Do the Mishnah today if we have time. Um, Oh, it's only 8.10. The clock's broken. I was looking at that clock. <laughs> the clock is 10.20. It's definitely not 10.20. I got very nervous. Um, the Gemara says like this, Truma Lakayan. Truma has to be given to a Kayan. A Maiserishan Lelevi de Rebbe Kiva. Meaning, Rebbe Kiva Shita is, you cannot give Maiser to a Kayan. Maiser is for Levim exclusively. Whether a Kayan can eat Truma, whether a Kayan can eat Maiser, that's different. You can't give Maiser to a Kayan. Maiser has to be given to Levim. That's where Vakiva's take. Rav Elzman Azari disagrees. He says, by the way, he was a Kayan himself. Oimer, go to the next page. Lukayan. No, it's given to Kehanim. So the Gemara says, Lukayan Valei Levi. It's given exclusively to Kehanim, not Levim. No, no, no. Af Lukayan. It's given even to Kehanim. 
Um, as we're going to see in a few moments, Rav Elizabeth Nizari himself, who was a Kayan, would go and take Miser. He would just take Miser from people. Um, the Gemara says, My time to Rav Akiva, what's Rav Akiva's source that Miser has to be given to Levium only? Because it says, The Pasuk that introduces Miser says, Levi, it says, it says Levi. <laughs> the Levi comes to Yikra. The Pasuk is describing Levium. So what does Elizabeth ben Azari do with that? V'idach, k'dir Rabbi Shuban Levi, d'am Rabbi Shuban Levi, b'asim v'yad m'kayim, m'snikru k'hanim l'vim. B'zeichom ehem. Elizabeth ben Azari says, k'hanim are l'vim. Right? They come from the same shevet. So when the Pasuk says l'vim, I mean, that's always a shevet. When the Pasuk says l'vim, is it referring to the shevet of Levi, including k'hanim, or what we call l'vim? Which are just Levim. So Shuman Levi says there are 24 places in Shas where it, in the Torah where it says Levim, and it means Kehanim. This is one of them. Now, so how does Rav Akiva, Kehanim, Levim, but Southern? Rav Akiva, how does Rav Akiva know? Basically, the fact that the Pasuk describes Maiser going to a Levi is not conclusive because Kehanim are Levim. So how does Rav Akiva know it's not Kehanim? So Rav Akiva. This pasuk cannot be referring to Kahanim. Why? The pasuk says you could eat Meiser anywhere. What's the one place, what's the one person and the one place that Meiser cannot be eaten? It cannot be eaten in a cemetery if you're a Kayan. Right? If you tell me that the pasuk says Meiser can be eaten anywhere, that means anywhere. That's a cemetery. Who's the one people I can't go into a cemetery to go get a Kehanim? So the Pasuk is obviously not referring to Kehanim because it says Maisa can be eaten anywhere. And Kehanim can't go in to 10% of Eretz Yisrael. So, so when the Pasuk says it can be eaten anywhere, it's basically saying the only ones who could eat this is if you can go anywhere. Kehanim can't go anywhere. Everywhere. They, they, they can't go to cemeteries. So therefore, and Maisa can be brought into a cemetery you're allowed to eat in the state of Tumas. So, so there you go. So the Gemara says... Now, yes, yeah, so the Gemara says, Yatza Kayan Shinyachalachavis that excludes a Kayan who cannot eat it in a base hakvaris. Okay, I just have, I have a question. I just want to, I should have checked this before. Um, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, all right, fine. So how does Rav Lezman do with that? Because the Pasuk says it could be eaten anywhere. Uh, and he says it could be eaten by Kehanim. They can't go into a cemetery. You know what he says? When it says it could be eaten anywhere, all it means is not just in Yerushalayim. Where could Meister Shani be eaten? Only in Yerushalayim. Meister Rishon, the Pasuk says it could be eaten anywhere. It doesn't mean Harazesim. No, that's not the point. The oil, it doesn't mean... Any cemetery. It's just saying not Yerushalayim. That's that's the Pusik's way of saying it can be in anywhere, meaning not exclusively in Yerushalayim like Meiser Shani. It's not getting involved. You probably also can't be eaten in a toilet. Like that's not that's not what the Pusik the Pusik is not getting into like the Pusik is just so when the Pusik says it can be in anywhere, Ravakiva is saying literally anywhere, even in a cemetery, and therefore it excludes Kehanim. Revelizmer is saying, no, no, it just means anywhere in Israel. It's just saying that it's not limited to Yushalayim like Maishu Shani. That's what it was meant. He says, It was in Azariah, V'yidach, Kol heicha she deboi, Delei bai chaim. You could eat anywhere. It doesn't have to be in the walls of Yushalayim. V'yachalei betumas aguf, Lei laki. Yeah, if you happen to eat it when you're tummy, you won't get lashes. But 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 it's not saying cemeteries. That's the one. So the Gemara says, Eva machleik is Elizabeth Nezayin Rav Akiva, whether Maishur can be given to Kehanim or Dafka Tel Aviv. So the Gemara says, Ahi Ginsa, there was a certain garden 
who was a Kayan, would go into that garden and take people's Maiserishim. Because he felt it's given to Kahanim. I guess he felt that they, they probably gave him permission because he was a Gadaladar. So he would go in because he felt that it's given to Kahanim. Rav Akiva disagrees. Rav Akiva was... Rav Akiva was... You know this. Rav Elizabeth Azariah was obviously the Harayanik ben Shivan, right? He was 18 in that story. He became the Nasi in Brachas. Rav Akiva was a Talmud at that time. Rav Akiva, they were both young. They definitely, Rav Akiva was not a Talmud of his, but he was definitely not a Rebbe either. It seems from the story that Rav Akiva was either contemporary or younger. He... So, also Rav Akiva hadrit l'pischle kivri. So what Rav Akiva did was he opened up that garden to a cemetery. There was a gate to a cemetery and he opened it up, rendering that entire cemetery not fit for Elizabeth Nazariah. That was his way of... Um, he opened up, there was a gate to that, to that, that garden. It was open to a cemetery, so he opened it up. So Elizabeth Nazariah couldn't come, go in anymore. Well, I guess with the trees. Kahanam can't go in. Meaning he made, he made a pathway between that garden and a cemetery. Well, Ravolza Mazari couldn't go in. Well, no, it's, it doesn't render all the fruit tame because there are laws of Tuma, but it renders Kehanim not able to go in there. That was Rav Akiva's way of shutting the door on that one. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean, he made it that, that you could not go to the garden unless you passed through a cemetery. So, so Rav Akiva, that was his basic way of, uh, that was his checkmate move. That, uh, you know. Yeah, not, not going in there anymore. So the Gemara says, Rosamazar was upset by this. He says, Amar Akiva Akiva has his uh, has his shepherding bag, but I'll I'll be fine. So Rashi says that was an allusion to how Rav Akiva, before he was from, he was uh, he was a shepherd. Rosamazar was very wealthy, so Rosamazar was saying like he could keep his shepherding bag. I'll be fine. I don't need this fruit. I, I could survive. The, 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 it was it was a bit of a sharp line. Okay, fine. So so the Gemara says like this. Itmar, now, the, 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 historically, there's very little reference to this in Mishnayis, but Ezra HaSoifer, by the beginning of the second Beis Hamikdash, when they, they came back after the first Chorban, Ezra uh, penalized the Levium that they will no longer get Miser. They no longer get Miser. And we'll see why in a moment. So the Gemara says, Itmar, Why did Ezra penalize the Levim that they no longer get Miser? So the Gemara says, There's a Machalizan of Yonasan and an elder. One opinion is that they didn't go up. At least, if, if not that they didn't go up, they didn't go up in mass. Because there were Levim that did go up, but they did not go up in mass after the Chorban, um, 70 years after the Chorban, when everyone else was going up, they didn't go up. At least enough. So Ezra was upset by this, so he penalized them that they no longer get it. A second reason is that it was given to Kehanim so that Kehanim should be able to eat something while they're tummy, right? Because they can't eat truma. So Ezra decided the Kehanim should get it uh, so that they have something to eat. Now here's the question, right? If you're, uh, we have a school now, right? So we're dealing with kids. You want to penalize a kid for doing something wrong? The Levim no longer got Meiser. It was given to the Kehanim. Two reasons. Either because they didn't go up to rebuild the base of Mikdash, or to make sure the Kehanim have something to eat. Well, that's not... 
That's not really fair. It's like you want the Kahanim to be able to eat, so that's my problem. Like, why should the Levium lose out? If the Levium, if the Levium didn't go up, so they did something wrong, so they, they deserve to be punished. But if they, if the second reason is not that they did anything wrong, it's just that we want the Kahanim to be able to have food. So why should the Levium lose out? I don't know. Make a tax. I don't know. It's my, 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 my problem. So the Gemara says. I understand if they didn't go up, Mishum Hachi can see them. That's why we punish them. Well, in order for the Kahanim to be okay, you should penalize the Levim. They didn't do anything wrong. So the answer is no. Now, everyone agrees they're being punished for not going up to rebuild the base of English. The Machloikes is who did Ezra give the Meiser to? Everyone agrees that it's a punishment for not going up. The machlokes is who did Ezra decide should get it? One said that he gave it to Aniim, non Kehanim, non Leviim. He felt that it should go to poor people. And some says no, he gave it to Kehanim because Kehanim who are Tamir are like poor people. So, as Meiser, so I mean the machlokes is. Everyone agrees that the penalty was motivated by the fact that the Levim did not go up. The Machlechus is who did Ezra decide should get it? One opinion is that he should give it, he said that you have to give it to poor people. The other opinion is that he'll give it to Kehanim because one Kehanim are telling me they like poor people. And they're Kehanim, they're holier people, they should get it. So Machlechus is who did Ezra decide should get Meiser after the, after the rebuilding of the Basement? If you take it away from the Levim and you give it to the Kohanim, Why do you say that? I don't know if they'll be I don't know if they, they don't really look at each other as, as the same. I don't think so. They're literally washing the other person's hands. I don't think that there's a concern of it going backwards. I don't think there's any of those. No, Kehanim will be I was, though. <laughs> so, so here's the Kasha, though. Why are we bring this down? Here's the Kasha. Rav Akiva was upset that Rav Elizabeth Nazaria was taking Meiser. If you say that Ezra instituted that it should go to Kehanim, that he should get it. Why is Rav Akiva all upset? Right? Like Rav Akiva, like, Rav Akiva and Rav argued about whether biblically it should be given to Kehanim. Fine, whatever. But, but practically, Rav Akiva lives after Ezra. Which means, if you hold that it was given to Kehanim at that point, so why is Rav Akiva all worked up? That he's making changes in the cemetery? Like, it, it's going to Kehanim anyway. So, so the Gemara says, Is this taken out? Yeah, no, it's just a different use. I understand if you say that it's supposed to be given to Aniyim, then I understand why Rav Akiva is upset, because he feels that Rav Akiva is taking it not lawfully. But if you say that it's given that Ezra decided to should go to Kehanim, so why is why is uh, why is uh, Rav Akiva messing with Rav Zabazari? So the answer is Hachi Karmele. Ita kaasis b'teres kenasi islach. Ita kaasis b'teres chaluka leslach. Rav Akiva was saying, it's not was it's not what you said, it's how you said it. Rav Akiva's like, listen, I don't mind you getting it, but you're taking it because you think you're biblically rightful. No. You want to say that Ezra decided you should get it? I got no problem. Rav Elizabeth is, I mean, everyone agrees that after Rav Akiva, after Ezra, he decided that, that Kehanim should get it as a knas. But Rav Akiva understood that Elizabeth Nazari was taking it because he felt biblically he has the right. Rav Akiva said, no, you don't have biblically the right. You want to get in and say, I'm taking it as, as, as an offshoot of Ezra's punishment? Fine. But you don't get to take it mitzad biblical rights. Okay. Um, 
I'll just finish up to the Mishnah. I think we have time to do the Mishnah. It's, it's not hard. So the Gemara says, How do we know what's the source in Tanakh that the Levim did not go up in mass to rebuild the Beis HaMikdosh? The Pasa says that the Jewish people settled around this river for three days. And I couldn't find Levim. You see, the Pasa says he couldn't find Levim. Another penalty that happened because of this. Originally, uh, leadership roles were given to the Levim. Shoichim, they were in charge, you know, overseeing projects. That was always Levim. But now, only from Yisrael. As a penalty for them not going up. I thought that it came from Yosef Shev and Yehuda. Maybe that's... Maybe that's how it orchestrated itself, but but it was a penalty, I guess. That's the says. I have to know the what history. Shotrim, it doesn't mean it means oh, officers, people that oversee things. Um, okay, from here into the end, this mission is very simple. The mission is like a riddle, a, a simple riddle, not not a hard riddle. Again, if if I'm a basi Yisrael and I marry a kayan, I could eat truma when I'm married. Once you divorced. If you have a kid, you could eat truma. Kid dies, no longer eat truma because you're back to being a basisrael. The Mishnah talks about the following scenario: You have a basisrael that marries a kayan, divorced, has a kid, divorced, then marries a levi, has a kid, then marries Israel, and then what's the status? It's, it's, not, it's not not complicated. The Mishnah says like this: Basisrael shenis lekayin. You have a basisrael marries a kayan, married, toichel b'truma, she eats truma. Mace, husband dies. But she has a son from that kind, so she's got a kind son. She can insinuate in Shuma. Okay, so far so good. Nisus Lelevi, she marries a Levi now. Now, the second she marries a Levi, she can't eat Shuma anymore. She can't say, well, I'm eating Shuma because my ex husband. No, you're a Levi now. But she can eat Meiser. So now she no longer eats Shuma, but she can eat Meiser. Mace, now this Levi dies. But she has a son from the Levi, so she's got a son from the Kayan and a son from the Levi. She can continue eating Meiser. Uh, by proxy of the sun. Yeah? Okay, so she was married to a Kayan, he died, she had a son from the Kayan. Then she married a Levi, he died, had a son from the Levi. She now still eating Truma, eating Miser, eating Miser. Because the last husband, she, she continues from Eli. But now, no. But now she eats, she marries Israel. So now she can't eat anything. Her third husband is Israel, she's now out. Now she can't eat anything because she's a Yisrael. Now what happened if the husband dies? And she has a son from the Yisrael. So now she's got three sons. A Kayan, a Levi, and Yisrael. It's like an interesting riddle. She has three sons, a Kayan, a Levi, and Yisrael. Okay. So as long as she has a Yisrael, she can't eat anything. She's still bound to her Yisrael husband because of the Yisrael son. Hey, I'm sorry, if she didn't have the Yisrael, then she couldn't um, go back to... She would go back to the... The second, we're going to see that in a second. Second one, the lady. Yeah. So okay, she had a Kayan son, then she had a Levi son, and she has a Yisrael son. She can't eat anything. Yisrael son dies, so she, now you go back. Who's the most recent son after that? The Levi son. She can continue eating Miser. The Levi son dies, she can continue to go back to eating Truma, because she now goes back to the first son. The Kayan son dies, so she's lost all three husbands and all three sons. She now goes back to her original state, which is she's a Basi Yisrael. She eats nothing. That's it. Go to the next page. One more case. And instead of this exact case, but instead of a Bas Yisrael, a Bas Kayan. 
Okay. So Baskayin starts off eating truma because she's a Baskayin. Nisus Yisrael, she marries Yisrael, no longer eats truma. The husband who's Yisrael dies, but she has a son. She continues not eating truma because of the son. So now she has a son from Yisrael. She's a Baskayin, has a son from Yisrael. Now she eats, she marries a Levi. So she eats Meiser. Has a son, has, dies, but has a son from the, continues eating Meiser. So she's got a son from a Kayin, a son from Yisrael, and a son from the Levi. So she married Yisrael, he died, but she had a son. She married a Levi, eats Meiser, he dies, but she has a son, continues eating Meiser. Now she marries a Kayin. So it's, 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 she marries a Kayin, she can eat Truma. Mace, the Kayan dies and she has a son, continues eating Truma. That son dies, now she goes back to the second son, which is Levi, so she eats Meiser. That son dies, she goes back to Yisrael, eats nothing. That son dies, so she's lost everyone, she goes back to her original state, which is she's a Baska, and she eats Truma. So it's Truma, nothing, Meiser, Truma, Meiser, nothing, Truma. So the Gemara says, "Meis v'lai men uben techel b'chuma, meis benam mekayin loy techel b'chuma, meis benam melevi loy techel b'meiser, meis benam Yisrael chayzer se beisavio." Well, as I never shown beisavio, can Rambam lechem yet techel. I will stop here.